This is the Pickle Planet Podcast with Jenna and Tosh. Sit back and get a drink. Let's talk about parenting and how to survive it. Here we are in episode 14. 14. 14. And this episode is brought to you by our friends at Eclair Lips. Thank you. Yes. Love, love, love the lip balm from Eclair Lips. I love them so much that I sell them at the Chocolate River <laughs> Farmer's Market, too. I was like, oh, hey, Sylvie, do you do you want to be there? I'll, I'll help you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have them all over the house. The other day, my daughter piped up from the backseat of the van. Mom, can you ask your friend if she has any more of the unicorn ones? Because this one got all yucky because I left it in the van. I'm like, yeah. I told you not to leave them in don't, the van. Don't leave it in the van. But then I was like, no, it just got hot, right? Cause it was yeah. in the, so it's like, oh, Sylvia's told me how to fix that. And you can like let it firm back up. And yeah. It's all good to go. But yes, we will get you more unicorn because now they have brand new brandy. Oh, I know. It looks amazing. And yeah, there are definitely going to be some of those popping up around our house. She's totally killing it. Oh my totally gosh. killing it. Yeah. Her marketing game is exceptional. The product is exceptional. And she's yeah. local, which yes. is amazing. Yeah. And we're going to have her on the podcast one of these days coming up to talk about that whole, like, how you work from home and make it big. Because she is just, yeah, her stuff is all over North America right now. It really is. And yeah. she's right at a D-up. Kind of gives yeah. me goosebumps thinking it about does. it. It's fantastic. Yeah. And she, yeah, she's a stay-at-home mom, works from the house just so, you know, she started this so that she could be home with her kids. So that's amazing. And she likes to go to your sales. She does. Yeah. She does. She is one of those people who loves to consignment shop, which are people <laughs> I love. Yeah, they're yes. your kind of people. <laughs> my kind of people. I am one of those people too, I have to yeah. say. Although, funny enough, I never went really like super thrift store, thrift store shopping or consignment sale shopping until I had twins. Really? Okay. okay. I was I was not a convert before that, but now I try to tell everyone they should be. It has nothing to do with how many kids you have. You can have one kid and these sales are the place to be. They are... <laughs> the place to be. There's like yeah. the period place period yeah. to be. Yeah. <laughs> so for anyone who's not really sure what we're talking about. So consignment sales are, they're a huge thing in the U.S. Mm-hmm. They're not as well known in Canada, but there are a few that are like longstanding, like 40 years running in Ontario. Wow. And here in Moncton, we have the Moncton Multiples Consignment Sale, which is about to have its 20th sale. 10 years two sales a year. So it's the 20th sale is coming up September 15th. Holy cow. Yeah. So these are, when you say huge, they're huge, like Coliseum huge. Yes. Yeah. So the Moncton Multiples consignment sale now takes up two agrinas at the Moncton Coliseum. Holy. It has 250 families selling their gently used stuff. So imagine that 250 yard sales in one room. Yes. (laughs) But everything is organized. It's not like going to like a mega garage sale. Mm -hmm. Everything is organized. Like you're going into a store. Like here are the big items. Here are the baby items. Here's, you know, size zero to six, uh, zero to six month clothing, clothing. Here's, you know, size seven to 16 clothing. Everything is organized. It's incredible. But it's 250 families worth of stuff and more than 2000 shoppers. I believe that because I have seen the wave yes, when the doors open. It is one of the most incredible things I have ever seen at a sale or any really. You see like you go to concerts and the doors open and people flock in. It's exactly the same. It is exactly the same. So um, if I have any tips for you for going to the sale, it would be A, be there at the door Buy your early bird pass if you have the option or volunteer so you get in earlier and you know where the good stuff is. Yes. Volunteering is definitely the way to go at a consignment sale because these sales run on volunteer power, especially the Moncton Multiples one is completely a volunteer run 
uh, event and it's for a nonprofit. So everything is volunteer based for that. I'm also the co-owner of Grapevine Events, which also does consignment sales, which is set up a little differently, but still runs on a lot of volunteer power. Mm-hmm. And the one thank you that any consignment sale can give someone for volunteering their time is that first shot at yeah. shopping. So at 7 a.m. on September 15th, there's about 100 to 150 people who are going to get to shop that sale before anyone else because they've given 4, 8, 10, 12 hours of their time to help organize all the stuff and to help sell it. And it, if you are in the market for something, that's definitely what you want to be. You want to be the volunteer who's in there in that first rush because a lot of the big items, you know, strollers mm-hmm. and bikes and all that kind of stuff there's a limited amount of them and they go quick they really they they do they if you see it don't hesitate grab it don't walk past it because it's not going to be there when you come back no it's not no and even the volunteers people will run yes and and only one person's going to get some of the stuff like some things there's only one or two of you know we we have no idea of what the inventory is going to be it's not like a store in that sense that you can order oh we know that these are popular we'll get lots of them Mm -hmm. all we can do is put it out there okay folks come on like we can sell this stuff for you if you bring it to us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's it. You say gently used stuff. Mm-hmm. So do you, you and the volunteers go through everything as it goes out? Yes. Okay. There is a quality control process okay. and it's, it's not as robust as we might all want it to be, but it's 250 families worth of stuff that goes on the floor, is sold, and disappears again in 24 hours. There's only so much quality control we can do. Exactly. But we do have a team that goes through and just kind of like eyeballs everything. Anything that's electrical that needs to be plugged into work, that is tested, and it'll have a big sticker on it saying it's been tested, that it nice. does work, so that no one goes home with something to find out that it doesn't work. No one wants that. No, exactly. Um, the clothing, it's a little bit harder. We try to pull anything like we, and we tell anyone who's going to sell with the sales, you know, don't bring stained items. Yeah. Don't here's bring, the rules. Exactly. You know, and the, the better quality brand, the better it's going to sell. Absolutely. You can't bring the $4 shirts you bought at Walmart and expect to sell them to four bucks. No yes. one's going to buy them. Right. You, you can't do that Un- unless they have the tags on them. And even then you're still not going to get your four bucks back. No, right? no. That's not you what... just go to Walmart. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I think sometimes people get a little they think coming in the door that everything's going to be, you know, a dollar an item like a yard sale. It's not. No. Some of these are really good brands. Some of these things haven't been worn. Some of these things are in pristine condition and people are trying to make a little bit of money. Yes. And so, you know, some things will be $6, $8, especially the larger sizes. You know, the consignment sales accept up to size 16, youth size 16. Oh, wow. Some of those clothes cost a lot of money Yes, now. they do. Yeah. And your kid doesn't wear them out like they do when they're little. Right. So these clothes are in great condition and they are brand name. And so, yeah, people are asking 10 bucks sometimes for a pair of jeans. And you know what? They're probably worth a lot more. It's still a really big steal of a deal. It is. It's fantastic. So I think sometimes people come in with the expectation that everything's going to be dirt cheap. It's not. You are going to find things that are dirt cheap. But the other things are just going to be really good deals. Yes. And those deals are not made by you. They're made by the seller. Exactly. That's the other part of it is that, yeah, everything that's on the floor is priced by the sellers. So we have, you know, for the Moncton Multiples, there's 250 people signed up to sell their stuff. All of those 250 people are home right now putting price tags on their items. Mm -hmm. They get to set the price 
knowing that Moncton Multiples as the organization or Grapevine Events, when we do ours, will take a portion of that sale price as the commission for putting on the event. Right. So people are pricing that with that in mind. Like, okay, so I want to make $5 off this item, so I probably need to price it at $6 to make sure that, you know, I get what I'm looking for. Right. That's still a fantastic way to sell your stuff. (laughs) And trying to do a yard sale or, you know, taking it to somewhere, it... It's also, it makes it a little difficult because people want that consistent pricing and we can't provide that. It, no. It's up to the seller. We we give them that ballpark of shirts that are, you know, Walmart shirts that were $4. You probably won't get more than a dollar for them. If it's pristine condition, you might get two, especially if it's a character kids really like. Yes, yes. But that's up to you to decide how much you're willing to sell that for. Yeah. And if you just want it out of your house... Oh my goodness, price everything dirt cheap. Yes. Make some money on it. And whatever doesn't sell that day of the sale, you can donate. And we have someone who comes and picks up everything that doesn't sell awesome. that people want to donate. And you, do, it doesn't have to be like all or nothing. You can say, oh, I'm going to donate these 20 things. And if these 20 things over here don't sell, I want them back. Because wow. I'm going to try to sell them somewhere else. Or I'm going to pass them on to someone. So you can you can mix and match that way, too. You don't have to donate everything. That's incredible. Yeah. It sounds like you guys put in an awful stinking lot of work. <laughs> which is... And, and to, to have been behind the scenes and see it all go down before... Um, you can tell how much work puts into is put into it. And how tired you guys are by the end of the day. <laughs> but, again, there's so many awesome volunteers... Um, that are there helping and, you know, keeping you guys sane at the same yeah. time. And I think that the people that do go, um, I've, I've have never seen somebody leave there disappointed. Like everybody is like walking out with armloads of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I one time bought, and we still use it, it's our tickle trunk. The only thing I bought in the entire sale was this cardboard purple hologram <laughs> box that we keep the kids costumes in. I don't know why I bought it, but I saw it and I was like, that's, that's what I need right there. That's the thing I need today. And, and it's the strangest things that you find, but I, I also didn't have the time to go through the clothes or I totally would have gone bananas, but I didn't volunteer. Uh So I didn't get to shop early. (laughs) So next time. Yeah, you do. If you can, you want to volunteer. Now you're too late for the fall for Moncton because all the volunteer spots are filled up. That's awesome. Um, but there's another sale in the spring. There always is. There's still space in uh, St. John. There's a kids consignment sale there. Grapevine Events is hosting that one at Perfect. the end of September. So if you're listening from down there, there's space to sell, to volunteer. All that kind of good stuff is still open for that one. Perfect. So yeah, if you're coming to the sale for the very first time, yeah, you, you need to plan ahead because it is a bit overwhelming. I remember the first time I went to the sale would have been like five years ago now. Mm-hmm. So it was minuscule compared to what it yeah. is now. And yeah. it was still overwhelming. Um, so because the sale in Moncton is hosted by Moncton Multiples, which is the nonprofit mm-hmm. group for parents of twins, triplets or more, um, those people who are members of the group do get to shop a little bit early, not as early as the volunteers, but they do have a lineup that happens inside that goes in a little bit early. So the first time that I shopped, I was able to get into that line. But I was also one of those very newbies who was, like, standing outside in the big line, not realizing I could be on a different line. Yes. <laughs> Same thing happened to my friend so, Lindsay. Yeah. yeah. So, and so and as a group, as an organization, we try to tell people that so that they know to come inside. But it's it, it's hard. It, it's hard to get the information out there sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're listening and you have twins or triplets or more or you're expecting 
get in touch with the group to find out how you get on the inside line. Yes. On the multiples line. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then, so that line right now, there's usually about a hundred or so people that come in with that wave. So you've got like a hundred to 150 volunteers shop for an hour. Then you've got a hundred ish multiples parents who shop. Mm-hmm. And then the public gets to come in at 9am is when the doors open to the public. I can tell you that by 6.30am, the early birds are in line. Oh yeah. They oh, are yeah. there when I show up. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you get there, <laughs> yeah. they're already there. Absolutely. Yes. So yeah, if you are the type of person who is like, I need to be the first in, you're going to have to get in line at like 6.37 o'clock yes. and then you're going to have to wait till nine o'clock. Exactly. Now, if you hate the idea of that, wait till 9.30. At 9.30, you will walk right in the door. Yes, absolutely. You so will. So it, it, it's one or the other. Depending on what type of person you are, if you if you are the, I'm going to stand in line, I'm going to try to rush and get the deals, I need to be right in there, yeah, show up early and wait for the 9 a.m. door opening. Mm-hmm. If you hate that idea, wait till 9.30, you'll come in, won't be a problem. <laughs> yeah. There just won't be as much stuff left, that's all. Well, there'll be tons of clothes. There'll yes. be tons of snowsuits, Halloween costumes, lots of toys. It's only like the really big items that disappear super fast because they're a limited quantity, right? There's only so many strollers that people are selling. There's Mm -hmm. only so many high chairs. There's, you know, items like that are limited. The clothing, the tables are full. The tables are so full that we have actually had to limit how many items each seller can bring. Wow. So that everything can fit and be sold. So if you're selling, you know, in the smaller sizes, you can only bring 50 items within each size group. Okay. Because otherwise there's too much and it doesn't sell. Exactly. And then it's just a big pile of, because at the end you guys have to pick back through and find mm-hmm. that seller stuff again exactly. and put their Everything things goes away. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And shoes too. There was, um, shoes. There's my weakness so is shoes. shoes. My kids have so many pairs of shoes. It's ridiculous. And they don't wear them. And then going from one kid to the other, Sarah's taste of shoes was totally different from Aaron's taste in shoes. Um, so I have all of these shoes that I, I don't want to get rid of because I think they're adorable. Think they're nice. I know. Yeah. I think they're adorable. Like they have, they have three or four pairs of like mini Doc Martens oh. that would sell like that, but they I would. can't get rid of them. I can't, I can't. Jason's like, why are we hanging on to these shoes? And I was like, they're going to end up with a pair in every size. <laughs> well, when you're I'm ready, put them when on you're ready, shelf. let me know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll exactly. But then he'd, I would have to sell them for a ridiculous amount of money, and and uh, yeah, but they're in excellent condition because your kids haven't worn them. Exactly, they're like <laughs> and, brand new. Well, yeah. and someone like you would pay the price you're going to ask know for them. them. Exactly, right? That's yeah. the thing. Like there are going to be some things as you walk by, you're like, oh, that's a ridiculous price, and the person behind you is going to be like, oh my god, yeah. that's a ridiculous Score. price. I need to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Right? It, it's all in the eye of the beholder, right? Like there's there's so much to it that yeah, if don't let that first rush and the idea that some things are gone keep you away. No. Because there's oh, no, so no, no, much no. more to find. It It's really only those super big items that yeah. that applies to. The clothing, there is always so much right to the end. After 11 a.m. at the Monk to Multiple sale, it's free entry. Oh, wow. So it is $2 cash to come in the door. Mm-hmm. But after 11, it's free. And it's open until 1, so there's lots of time. And yeah, by the end of it, there is less and less. Mm-hmm. But in that like middle, like you know, nine thirty, ten o'clock, you can not wait in line. You can come in. There's lots of stuff still to choose from. And the other part with that is you have to remember that when the hundreds of people who are in the lineup outside come in at once at 9am and they shop, those hundreds of people end up in the line to pay at the same yes. time. Yes. Yes. So you, 
do need to be prepared that if you're the type of person who's standing in line outside, you're going to end up standing in line inside again too. Absolutely. And the sale has like 14 checkouts. Like everything goes as fast as it possibly can, but it still takes time. It still takes time, which is one thing we should mention. Um, It's not like a garage sale. You don't have to bring all cash. No. Yeah. No, the the sales do accept debit. You have to bring cash for the door. Yes. $2 cash to get in. But once you're inside, yeah, you can pay debit, not credit, but debit for your purchases or cash. And there is an ATM on site at both the Moncton Multiple Sale and the Grapevine event sale. So perfect. And if you are going to be the type of person who wants to wait, we have people, oh my goodness, they are there every sale waiting in line and they have a blast. This is their time to hang out with their friend. Yeah. Get a fun coffee or get you know mcdonald's breakfast come bring your you know chair to sit on or blanket to sit on so that you know because whatever you bring you do have to lug inside with you or have someone run it back to the car before you come in right like you have to you have to plan for this kind of thing but people do and they do it so well yeah (laughs) oh my it's amazing to watch some of these people who are like serious shoppers and they have so much fun yeah waiting out in line and then they go in and they have so much fun shopping. They bring really good bags to carry their stuff. I've seen people with uh, laundry baskets on like a board with wheels. Oh my gosh. And like laundry baskets that come with this strap to carry them. Oh, that's brilliant. There, there are so many. Now this time, this is the first time we'll let everyone know that at the Moncton Multiple sale on September 15th, the Moncton Multiples are going to provide at the door ikea bags no for way you to use while you're shopping you have to leave it behind yeah. unless you want to pay for it and keep it no There'll way be an option to buy it but yeah wow that's because awesome a lot of people will come and then they'll realize just how much stuff yeah. they're grabbing yeah and so and even just like the reusable grocery bags sometimes it's not enough too quick. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's hard to see in them. Like the Ikea bag is perfect because it's long and you can look and see like, oh yeah, I've got this. I've got mm-hmm. this. Um, the other big tip, bring a list. If yes. you're coming looking for stuff, have that list. Okay. So yeah, if you go on Pickle Planet and we can pop the, the links in afterwards too so people can find it easy. But yeah, if you look for, you know, what clothes my kids need, I've got a list there based off of the idea like, okay, if I want to do laundry only once <laughs> a week. Yeah. This is how many outfits I need for my kid. Mm-hmm. This is the breakdown of, oh, I need to remember I want to make sure I have a sweater for them as well as a rain jacket, as well as rain boots, shoes. You know, this is my list. Right. It doesn't mean it's your list, but it's a good place to start. Yeah. So what, whatever you need, come in with a list. Okay. Yeah, ex- exactly. Especially if you're a mom of young parents. Mm. Or, um, yep. Young, young kids. Parents. Yeah. Young parents. <laughs> young kids. Um, because maybe you don't realize what you're going to need for the next age. Mm-hmm. that's something I was really bad for was just buying too much of one thing. Like my kids have so many t-shirts, t-shirts. Yes. There's a lot of t-shirts, which I mean, yeah, you could put a sweater over them in the winter, but if you have a child, like my second child, there's no go on the sweaters. <laughs> uh, so there, yeah. Jenna's got these really great lists of things that you should have in your home. Maybe, uh, I like to keep a second outfit for each kid in the car too, because yes. you just never know. Yeah. And if your kid's starting school, School yeah. wants a second outfit, whether it's in the backpack or kept in the classroom somewhere, yep. that'll depend on your teacher. And, and that's only for the, like the first couple of years. After a while, they just assume that they can make it through the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're going to want that, like that second outfit for, yeah, I love second one in the car. There was a long time where there was always yeah. an extra outfit for everyone, including me. Yes. 
yeah. us traveling. Oh, yeah. Dangers of being a mother. <laughs> I have been in a restaurant and been shat on. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I'm so glad I remembered to pack extra clothes for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, this could get stinky real fast. Yeah. Yeah. And But that idea too of like shopping up for the next size, because if you're shopping in the fall and you know, you're buying all of, you know, size six. Well, what happens when your kid suddenly goes and has a growth mm-hmm. spurt in a month? Yeah. And you're like, ah, geez. So if you buy one or two things the next size up just to have on hand, yeah, I, yeah, I, I get anxious when I don't have the next size up. Yes. You need kids. to, I need to have like a little, just a little stash to get you yeah. through until you can get them more clothes. Cause you're yeah. right. You never know when your kid is going to just shoot up overnight on yeah. you. Um, so yeah, don't buy an entire wardrobe for the next season just no, but, in case. Yeah. But. but you can buy a couple things just so they're there. Um, because then sometimes your kid will do like one of mine did and just like skip over a whole size and you're like, Oh, all that stuff yeah. that I had stashed away. Okay. You're never going to fit in that. Yeah. All right then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back in the sale it goes. Like it, yeah. and that's the other thing is once you start selling through consignment too, it's, it's just, it's a continuous cycle and most of our sellers break even if not come out ahead in that, you know, you get your commission check and it's more than what you spent for the next wardrobe for your kids. Nice. Right. So it's, it's basically like once you start selling, you, you're never really spending money on clothes anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You're making as much as you spend, hopefully more. Yes. It all depends on what your kids need, obviously, but pretty much all of our sellers will say that that that's how they budget now is that they're going to sell the stuff to buy the next round of stuff. Wow. And it's just kind of that continuous cycle of, look at that. Yeah. We're all set. And as your kids get older, too, you need less clothing, I'm hoping. Fingers yes, crossed. I think so. Well, and then you get to that different stage where the kids want to pick up their clothing more. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's like, oh, you probably might end up with more because they're having more input in it. Good point. Yeah. But I think, yeah, in terms of like, it used to be that I needed... You know, if I wanted to go seven days without laundry, I needed at least 10 outfits per kid, oh, if not absolutely. 14, yeah. 20. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, well, you've worn that same thing two days in a row and it's not disgusting. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Okay. I can probably get away with seven outfits now. Yes. And it's not so hard to get the laundry done anymore either. Mm. And so it does become, I find that the, the list has become shorter for me over the years in terms of what I think we need. We usually still have more than that yes. to the point where I'm like, okay. I need more ideas on how to organize my kids' clothes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay, I, both my kids need full-size dressers now. Yeah, well, like, and I have yeah. no room in their bedrooms for them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the same kind of... We redid the boys' closet. Mm. I don't know if I've ever shared the pictures, but it's in my list of things to do. Yeah. But it was, like, they're short. They don't need all this hanging space in this closet. Mm-hmm. And dressers just weren't cutting it because we have two boys that wear the same size clothes and they share everything. And I needed it to be accessible for them to be able to get themselves dressed because what we were doing with things in drawers and a big dresser and things hanging, they couldn't reach it. I couldn't tell them to get themselves dressed because they couldn't reach their clothes. Right. So we took everything out of the closet. We moved the hanging bar up because anything that was hanging is like dressy stuff that I don't need them picking out. Exactly. Exactly. And then we put in all these low, long shelves. Nice. Like horizontal through the length of the closet. Yeah. And... All your shirts are on the shelf. All your pants are on the shelf. It's a little bit of a challenge some days to have them not pull out everything. everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that made a huge difference for us because 
there was never enough room in a drawer and for them to see into the drawer and get things they're they pulling things they, out like, oh it was yeah Aaron is the same the same yeah. way everything is on the floor every single morning or yeah. you know one of the 16 times she changes during the day yes so it, I I get that we have like her old change table shoved into her closet that's where we've put it but it only has three drawers and we uh, did that for well, a long time the closet the the dresser in the closet mm-hmm. and then that's when it was just like you know what it's not enough space where there's this empty space on either side that, that they can't wasted. get to i know yeah so we spent i don't think it was more than 50 dollars to buy the wood nice and to put these long horizontal shelves in the closet down and we made sure we were starting down at their level yeah and so there's just enough room at the bottom for a couple of those little cloth bins it's so like all the underwear and socks and whatever and Perfect. different and swim stuff yeah these little bins underneath that are easy to pull out and grab from yeah and then it's everything and the stuff that they're least likely to need is the stuff higher that's higher yeah. oh i'm gonna have to see those pictures because yeah. that's a really good and you just save the money on a dresser instead of yeah and then space in their well, room in the space yeah because yeah. there's no like we've put a dresser in their room they climb on it they well, tear it too. apart it's yeah. just it, it's never worked yeah. <laughs> it's, just and never it's, a, funky, a, it's a funky shaped yeah. room and yeah dresser was just not happening so yeah. adulting can be boring but your lip balm doesn't have to be eclair lips creates amazing natural lip balms and flavors that smell so good your kids will want to steal them we've got your back we also have a kids line to make sure you can all get your sniffs and giggles on while establishing those important lip balm boundaries hashtag parenting win if you would like to win a 25 dollars shop credit to eclair lips all you have to do right now is send me an email at tosh.taylor82 at gmail.com I like the little uh, the little mesh laundry bags and the little mesh things that you buy that you're supposed to let you know wash your delicates in. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I use to separate like underwear and tights and socks and whatever. Brilliant. I uh, use them for my lost socks bag. We so, have one of those too. Yeah, yeah. there's about eighty one <laughs> singular socks that just that just hangs there waiting for a home. And yeah. every time, every time I go to make the kids' bed and I pull out like a, you know a fresh fitted sheet out of the closet. There's one of the missing socks yep. attached to oh, that yeah, sheet. They have to get in those little corners. They sure do, yeah. and I don't fold them. I just wrap them up in a ball. Oh gosh, yeah, no, I do not fold them. <laughs> the one thing I'll say about folding sheets, though, yeah, I do not take the time to properly fold fitted sheets for any size bed. No, although if I was going to do it, it would be the kids' bed because at least then you can like single. Then it was crib <laughs> you know, it's not so bad. Yeah, crib, crib sheets, sheets, crib yeah. sheets, maybe. <laughs> I might have done it with those, but yeah, uh, when I fold up the kids' sheets. And ours now, too, but mostly the kids because they have single beds, so they only have one pillowcase per set of sheets. Right. The sheets go inside the pillowcase. Yes. And yes. then the pillowcase goes in. And then, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's a little lumpy. It's just like, oh, I'm going to grab that pillowcase. Oh, there's exactly. a whole set of stuff yeah. for the bed. And then it's not like losing a pillowcase to the set <sighs> or losing the oh, sheet yes. to the set. Yeah, no, yeah, we no, do. We, together. we attempt to do the same thing. And when I say we, I mean I, because <laughs> I'm the only one that does the laundry in the house. Back to your awesome list. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. because I think people should look at these lists because I'm looking at them going, wow, so many of these things <laughs> I don't even have. And well, and you don't necessarily, no, need no, all no, of them, no, but it's a good, it's a good place to start to make your own list. It's definitely great. One of the things that sticks out to me and because when Sarah started daycare, splash pants, yes. never thought of splash pants when mm-hmm. she was home, we had no reason to have them. Uh, it was just yeah. like, oh, you want to go out? Go get your clothes wet. It's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah, we, you can we're get home. changed. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, splash pants, 
mm-hmm. stock up on them. Yes. Especially if your kid is just starting daycare or just starting school and never went. Yeah. Get them. Those are one of my go-to. Like if I see them in any size that we haven't hit yet, mm-hmm. I'm buying those up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're an absolute necessity. Yeah. Those even now. Muddy like, Buddies too. Oh, Muddy the Buddies. Full suit. Oh, yeah. Loved those. I was so sad when we finally grew out of all the ones that we'd had for various sizes. Yeah. And, and then the kids were like, oh, I don't want to wear that. I remember this whole piece suit. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right, well, you're old enough to dress yourself now. So, okay, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. same thing. Like, yeah, when you're home, you don't care as much necessarily about yeah. how dirty and, you know, wet and whatever, but for going out. And I've had daycare operators say to like those one piece, whether it's the splash suit or the snow suit come wintertime, one mm-hmm. piece all the way. Oh yeah. Much prefer one piece. It's much easier to get kids in, in and out of. That's true. Yeah. Trying to get them in snow pants, the bane yeah. of my existence. Yeah. But imagine yeah. when you've got a room full of little exactly. ones, Exactly. Right? the one piece awesome yeah just slip them in it and away you go so if you're out there and you're thinking like first i see people asking right now in all the mommy groups like oh what should i buy for my baby for winter my you know my toddler my 18 month old what Mm -hmm. should i get what what's the best snowsuit one piece (laughs) do it one piece save yourself the hassle Well, and it's it's so much better in terms of like you know how snow gets into the you know if your jacket rides Uh up a little bit or like yeah yeah, one piece as long as you possibly can like there's a reason that's why skiers wear one piece yeah right like yeah if you can do it. Yeah. Go with the one piece. You if you can get your kid in it. Yeah. Go with it. Yeah. I agree. And, um, and yeah. it's one of those, like, do you really need to? It sounds like a really big investment, but oh my goodness, I cannot imagine my life with only one snowsuit for each kid. Yeah. No. Because I've, I've they come always home, done it's soaking wet. Yeah. yeah. That's that. If they come home, say without their snow pants on one day, they're in the mm-hmm. school bag. You oh. forget they're in there. Then you're going to yeah. school with soaking wet snow pants the next day. Yeah. Can't happen. Yeah. Yeah. But when you buy at the consignment sale mm-hmm. and you can get two snowsuits for 40 bucks, then it becomes something that makes sense to do budget wise as well. Like if oh, yeah. you say, oh, I buy my kid two snowsuits. I am not buying those two new snow. I've no. never bought a new snowsuit. No. We got one once as a gift. Yeah. <laughs> I have never bought new snow gear. For yeah. our kids it's, and it's, we have three sense. kids and you know we're now going into what our eighth winter yes so yeah once we got a new set as a gift perfect so yeah and we've always had at least two sets per kid that's awesome yeah. that's really awesome and had one piece as many times as i could possibly yeah find <laughs> as long as it could possibly yeah. last yeah and the same thing like mitts and hats and oh my y- get you so many get them get well, them all when you yeah <laughs> you got to find that right balance for your family you don't want so many that you're overrun because that happens sometimes in my house oh yeah where it's like oh my goodness all three of you each own six hats yeah that is too many <laughs> i have nowhere to keep these in any way that resembles any kind of organized. Yeah. I, so, I yeah, you gotta, you gotta find that right belt. You, you need multiple, but I don't know how many you need. And yeah. I think it depends on how you organize things and what your kids are like and how many kids you have, right? Like, if I only have one kid, oh, yeah, six hats sounds awesome. Yes. No. That's true. I could see that. Me. And only having <laughs> uh, one child in school so far, mm. we had a ridiculous amount of mitts. We have half of that. And by half, I mean one, <laughs> one of, of each of those yes. mitts. And so yeah. you need to have an extra amount of mitts, but you need to also remember, uh, mitts for all different weather, freezing cold, uh-huh. lukewarm, relatively yeah. okay. Cold in the morning, but warm in the afternoon. Well, yeah. You need like those little, like tiny, you know, 
dollar store mitts. That's yeah, what I like call the dollar store yeah, yeah. yeah, Magic Glove, I think it's yeah. like one of the brand names on them. Yeah, you need a bunch of those for those days when it's like, oh, it's a little chilly and you have to stand at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. But then those are terrible when it comes time to like making snowballs. Yeah, can't So can't you need those, those like, no. you know, vinyl outside ones. And then there's that whole like, is your kid better with mitts or gloves? Oh. Right? Gloves? Yeah. <laughs> it took us a long time to get to gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got there yet. We haven't uh, j- just the magic gloves is as far yeah. as we've gotten so far. Because uh, and even there, they're they're trouble some days too. So yeah. and we don't attempt them with Aaron <laughs> just yet. Oh yeah, no, I, I I I stuck with mitts as long as I could possibly. Well, and I still I yeah. I am thirty six and I prefer mitts. Yeah. So yeah, I think kids just get to that stage where like, oh, that's babyish. They're baby. They're and then baby eventually stuff, you yeah. come back around to, oh no, those are smart. Yeah. Oh look, yeah. all the rest of my fingers are keeping the rest of my fingers warm. Yeah. Mm. My favorite is the well, I call them Nana's mitts because I knew a Nana who made them. Yeah. But where you get like the three fingers are together, and then you have your index finger and your thumb. Oh really? Open. Um, someone told me they're called hunting mitts. Oh, that makes sense. You can being pull able the bow. to pull the bow. Yeah. 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 Uh, to me, that doesn't. That was never a feature I needed. But yeah. like anything, when you're trying to do stuff, like that's the thing with mitts, right? Kids get frustrated with mitts sometimes because they can't do up move their, their zipper finger or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. But if you have your finger, so if you can find someone who's making them, I I've seen them every now and then in stores for sale, like commercially. But usually it's a handmade kind of thing, right? And so yeah, you get the three fingers together and then the index finger and your thumb. Brilliant. And yeah. To me, those are those are nanomits because Nana made them for me many many years ago, <laughs> and I still have them. She's She's been gone eight years now, okay. almost. And yeah, I've still got those. Awesome. The seven years. Yeah. But does your away. finger get really cold? No, I don't find Because, I mean, it's still close to the others and you can still like... Well, you can still not, pull it out and tuck it same. in with the other ones you anyway. Yeah. yeah. Especially in the homemade ones because there's room to do that. Yeah. yeah. I do that with my thumb yeah. all the time. Yeah. Just to, uh. but, but yeah. If someone out there makes those kind of mitts locally, you should let us know. So yes. you can let everyone know where to buy them because they are amazing. And I think they'd be great for kids too, right? Like they're, Yeah. Because then you get that best of both worlds, right? You don't have to figure out how to put all your fingers into separate sleeves. You can start them off easy with yes. just one. Be like, yeah. oh yeah, here you go. Yeah, just this one. And now you yeah. can still tie your boots and exactly. zip up your zipper. And yeah, yeah no, I like so that. So useful. Yes, oh, we yeah, need some I, mitts, guys. Oh yeah, I stashed those. Wait, no one is allowed to touch those babies? <laughs> nope. Nope, those are mine. No one gets those. Well, now they're a limited edition too, so. They are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so rain boots. Yes. Big deal. Yeah. Even for, for school, all the time. Again, yeah, and again, that's one that, like, I know it sounds like you know, you're being wasteful with your money, but two pairs are oh, yeah. so helpful. And then if you, yeah, if you buy them on consignment, if you buy them thrift, you know, you can get the second pair for a couple bucks, right? It's, it's not, it doesn't have to be a huge investment to have this stuff. And yeah, I mean, if you're trying to do the minimalist thing, you don't want too much clutter in your house, think about it and decide whether it works for you or not. But for me, when I had kids that were wanting to go out, especially when your kids are home, I found like yes. when they want to keep going out and out in the morning and they want to go out in the afternoon again well their boots haven't dried yeah right? so having two pairs and then for me you know if i bought two pairs for clara well then it was like oh there's going to be two pairs that get passed down for the boys and then it's you know when you have multiple kids there's that to yes. factor into it it makes sense sometimes to buy two or three of something because then it's going to get used so many times i'm so with you on that i don't buy anything for sarah without thinking of aaron yep. later down the road uh, because it, it just makes sense. So you can spend that little bit extra on one because you know you're going to get two or even three or mm-hmm. however many children you have out of it. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's, even if you only have the one, if you're thinking in terms of, oh, I could consign this and sell it, 
and then it's it becomes that sense of an investment. But then th- that gets a little tricky sometimes because every now and then I like have to bite my tongue. I'm like, no, I was gonna sell that. Don't do that to it. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. I'm just going to put this way on the shelf until yeah, I can sell don't, it. Don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. We bought it to wear it. Yes. Yes. Not to resell it. Yeah. I have to admit, I've been guilty of that one before too. I have yeah. sold dresses before they got on Aaron, <laughs> knowing that I could get more if I sold them now and then, just Aaron will live without them. Yeah. And then turns out she's my girly child. So I probably should have kept the dresses. But anyway, um, all of the things that we've mentioned so far are in this consignment sale that's coming up because it's yes. the fall winter one. So Yes, it, that's the other thing. Yeah, the consignment sales are seasonal. Yes. Which is yeah. wonderful. Question though, mm-hmm. do you still allow bathing suits because people go away in the winter? Yes. Okay. Yes, we do for right. exactly that reason. And uh, some sports things too, like so um you would have swimming lessons throughout the year. So yeah, we'll that's accept true. Yeah. we don't necessarily take all the other extra stuff like life jackets and everything. Mm-hmm. But swimsuits you will find year round okay but when you come to shop the fall sale you're not going to see a bunch of t-shirts you're going to see long sleeve shirts you're going to see sweaters you're going to see pants because that makes for a better shopping experience right yes people still want some of that stuff because it's still kind of warm or you want to buy for the next age or whatever but we just find it doesn't sell well enough for the space that it takes up Mm -hmm. right if we were a store it'd be different yeah you could have more of a variety like that but these sales they are 24 hour events right we go in we set up the building drop stuff off organize it sell it and then tear it all down and that happens in 24 hours so there's just you know we want our consigners to sell as much as possible and we want our shoppers to have the best experience as possible so we've seen the difference when we don't allow that seasonal stuff when you come shopping in the spring sale you're not going to see a whole bunch of fleece you know right so with the sale that's coming up on the 15th. Yes. Are you still looking for families to bring in clothing or have those spots been full- filled? Those were filled. Okay. They fill in record time now. So if you're listening to this and you are interested in selling on consignment, then you're going to want to make sure to follow the Moncton Multiples consignment sale page on Facebook. If you just search Moncton sale, it'll come up. Perfect. And it's usually about six, eight weeks. A co- so a couple months before the spring sale, you'll see the notice go up on the website that on the Facebook page that registration is going to open. Okay. What happens is once you sell once you're offered the spot again at the next sale. Okay. So the first, you know, 200 or so spots now fill up like in a day. People jump right on them. Yeah. I need to get on the new spots. I can't believe that I haven't sold through you guys yet. I know Um, you've been there. You've seen it. I know. I know. And I've (laughs) shot, I've shopped it and I, I don't know what I've been doing, but anyway, being lazy is what I've been doing. Well, and I think, some people get overwhelmed by the idea of it, right? Because you do, you have to, you know, find all the stuff in your house. You have to put tags on all of it. You have to use our system to print off those tags and people do get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. My advice is once you do it once, you're hooked, I think. Right. And if you're not, then you know, and you walk away. Right. But I think most people, once they do it once, it becomes that much easier the next time. The first time can be a little overwhelming, mm-hmm. but once you've gone through the process, it's not hard. And the tags that you use can be reused sale after sale. So say you've got, you know, this fantastic wardrobe that you've put in and only half of it sells. Mm -hmm. Well, you can just pack that away in a tote, wait to the next sale, sign up. Bring it back out. Bring it back out. You don't even have to tag anything extra if you don't want. Right? There have been times when I've been so busy where I've, like, missed a sale. I have not tagged anything new. Mm -hmm. I've just taken everything that I still had and put it in. Nice. And then you're like, oh. 
now I only have this one tote of stuff left. Maybe I'll just throw that all on the donate pile and be done. And yeah, exactly. Stop <laughs> looking at it. Exactly. Yeah. How do you tag things like clothing? Let's say, mm-hmm. do you use a safety pin or Usually, yeah. okay? Yeah. All right. We we do allow people to use tagging guns if they, if they want one? to purchase them. Okay. I personally don't like them. Yeah. I think they're. Sometimes we find they come off a little too easy because ah. the ones that you buy, you know, off Amazon or at Michaels, they're not the same as like store grade. Right. And you have to be really careful about where you put That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Because otherwise you do end up Putting tearing the clothes. Tag. That's yeah. it. If you've never worked retail, don't attempt to work one of those guns. Or you like give yourself a lot of time and practice on a few things YouTube you don't it. care about yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. It can, it can be sketchy. There, there yeah. are some people who do it and do it really well and mm-hmm. swear by it and they love them. But yeah, for the most part, we tell people just use a safety pin. Uh, if the shirt has a tag on it, put it through the tag. Nice. And you're not, otherwise, look for the seam. Put it yes. somewhere on the seam of the shirt. Always put it on a seam. Yes. Please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and zip ties. Those are my go-to. Oh, yeah? Safety pins, sitting there dealing with safety pins drives me nuts. I know. I hate yeah. the safety pins. I agree. I buy the little zip ties, and you can buy like 500 of them at a time at Michael's and use the 50% off coupon. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just zip tie everything. Everything that's got a tag on it, if the tag's got a loop, it's, yeah. the price tag's getting zip tied on that thing. Belt, the belt loops on pants, everything, or the zipper pulls, yeah. everything's zip tied. So much easier than, the, I hate the safety pins, they drive me nuts. I know, I don't like safety pins either. Plus yeah. then you end up poking the heck out of yourself too, yeah. which is, yeah, just awful. Yeah. You'll have a few things that have to be safety pinned. Yeah. And, and then when you get to toys, there's all different things. And there are some rules too that are set out. So if you sign up as a seller, you get... You get the package. Of, yeah, you get yeah. a set of guidelines as to this is how things need to be to be accepted. And if you don't tag them properly, we're going to send them back to you. Okay. But there's also, there's a Facebook group for sellers and everyone who's a registered seller can be part of this closed Facebook group. And you ask all your questions in there. People post pictures all the time. Like, how do I tag this? And everyone who's done it before just chimes in like, oh, I did it this way. Oh, well, the instructions say do it this way. And and if it's something that people haven't come across before, people just share their ideas. Oh, well, why don't you try this? And very cool. Yeah. You are a very, very, very organized group of ladies. <laughs> I think it's absolutely fantastic. I will be shopping again this year because I am in need of splash pants. Yes. So I will be there bright and early, yes. as early yeah, as I can. Yeah. 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 Splash pants will be one that disappears, especially the, the larger sizes because yeah. they're harder to find in general in the stores. So yeah. then they become harder to find thrifty, but uh, yeah, there's probably... There'll probably be some. Yeah, we need some of those, and yeah. we're definitely in need of snow pants for Sarah this year, too. So The the racks of snowsuits have been so full the last couple of sales. It's Perfect. been amazing, especially the larger size items. I know if, if someone's listening who came in shop like two years ago, you might have thought, oh, there wasn't really anything in the larger sizes. Well, you know what? Those people who were selling smaller sizes there, they're still selling. Mm-hmm. And the the larger size sections have been growing steadily the last couple of years, and, you know, those are the sizes my kids are in now and I go and find all the kind all the stuff that I need and sometimes yeah you're not maybe going to find the splash pants in the size that you need well then you might have to go buy them but try here first but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the larger sizes have been having more and more and another uh, insider tip the Moncton Multiples consignment sale the 20th one coming up on September 15th the larger sizes this time, the like sizes 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 clothing, hanging up. Oh, oh, that's exciting. Game changer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Things on hangers. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it'd be a long time before we'd get to the point where we could do that for all the things. On the yes. Because I don't even know where locally we would find enough racks to try to do that. Yeah. Um, but for the larger sizes. Yeah. That's amazing. Watch for those to be 
hanging up and a much nicer shopping experience to be able to flick through yeah. and be able to see things in a different way. And yeah. and you can bring your teens and your preteens in and have them come shop for themselves, too. Exactly. We don't have changing rooms. Right. But other than that, yeah. And that would be the one area where I would say you could bring your kids to look. If you have smaller kids, no. do everything in your power to not bring them with you. You don't want them there. Yes. <laughs> no. No. The... the the aisles are only so wide. Mm-hmm. We do stand there and try to make sure that everything's wide enough that a stroller can get through. But when you put thousand people in there shopping, yeah, it gets filled really quick. Kids are certainly welcome. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It is a kid but sale. It is. But yeah. <laughs> but if you can manage to shop without them, you will enjoy it more. Exactly. Just have a little mama's time out or daddy's yeah. time out, whatever it is, and go yeah. do some shopping. Yeah. One last question for you. Mm-hmm. Usually you guys do contests. We do. With giving away early bird passes yes. and such. Will there be yes. any coming up? There, There is only one way to get the coveted 7 a.m. shopping, which is the volunteer shopping. Mm-hmm. There's only one contest for that, for the Moncton Multiple September 15th sale. That is to RSVP to the event on Facebook. Anyone who has clicked going, your name is automatically in the draw to win 7 a.m. Am shopping for you and a friend. So Tasha's going on right, right now to make sure that she has clicked going. Have I done that? And this yet? will be drawn randomly. I'm not going to, you know, I'm the one who does this. I yeah. use a random generator and we'll pick a winner. That is the only way to win a 7 a.m. spot. Okay. There will probably be maybe one more chance to win 8:15 okay. shopping, which is the Moncton Multiples group, that second wave of people that go in. We've had two contests for that already. There's probably one more. I can tell you that there's going to be a whole bunch, almost a dozen, of awesome contests on the page, though, from our vendors. So there's a vendor market. That's right. Can't forget about the vendor market. And there's about two dozen amazing local vendors who are going to be there with new items and handmade items, jewelry, kids' clothing, all kinds of amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think... The grand, I think it's 11 of our vendors are doing contests. Very cool. And those will be coming up on the page over the next couple of weeks. So there's going to be lots of contests, just not a whole lot of contests for early entry. Right. Um, however, there, there usually is a contest uh, on the day of where we ruffle off a chance to get in early. Uh, that one, we're, uh, we're working on logistics, so I don't want to promise a whole lot of things for mm-hmm. that one right now. Um, but if it's going to happen, details will be on the sale page in advance of it happening. So cool. make sure you watch the sale page for so, that. Yeah, make sure you go to the event. Make sure you click going. Yes, because it'll be for you and a friend because everyone awesome. likes to shop with a friend. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, you want that friend to not want the same size clothes right. as you. Yeah. <laughs> Try to have different age children. Yeah. Or different genders or, you know, different interests. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing. Uh, the clothing does get split because we found that that's what people wanted: boy section and girl section. It makes size, sense. So. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now Very I cool. personally shop both for both kids, but all all three kids I look in either section because I'm like some of the holiday shirts too and stuff. Like, yes, I found yeah. some great finds that if you know if I was sticking just to the girl section looking for Clara's stuff, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff I would have missed over in the boys section yeah, in 100%. her size that fit perfectly. So especially we, if your kids are into Paw Patrol or anything like that. Oh yeah, any of the character stuff. Any of that character stuff. Yeah. Look at both sides. We we do split it between girl and boy, but yeah, to me it's just oh, here's another section to go look. It, it when we mix everything shopping. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But people people it sells better when it's separated like that. 
Yeah. No, that makes, it does make sense. Yeah. It makes it easier, simpler yeah. to find, yeah. less stuff to go through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and another insider tip, you will find holiday dresses and holiday three-piece outfits for the, the, for the young gentleman. <laughs> uh, they will be separated as well. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the checkouts are going to be set up a little differently, so hopefully they'll move even faster. But like I said, when you have a thousand people show up at one time, you guys end up in line at the same time and we do our best. The goal is to have you wait no more than 20 minutes to half an hour. Yeah. I know at the last sale, uh, we kind of hit the 40 minute mark. It's only about the second time that's happened. And we spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to not make it happen. But it, it, it's a numbers game. When you have that many people. Exactly. We got 14 caches going. There's there's not there's, much more You're, we can you're do. providing all you can do. <laughs> it's already incredible enough that you guys provide A, caches, B, the fact that you can pay with debit. Um, I, I think it's brilliant. I think the setup that you guys have going is absolutely fantastic. And I hope that everybody in the city goes and checks it out. I know at least half of them do. So, uh, the other half and I will be there on the 15th of September. (laughs) Yeah. At the Coliseum, 9am, the doors will open $2 cash to get in unless you come after 11. And And it's free. What doors open? The The ones at the top? The main door, the main front door. And if you're coming this year on September 15th. Yeah, we're on the Agrina side, not the Coliseum side. There's an event happening on the Coliseum side. Okay. Uh, so I'm still trying to uh, nail down some details as to what time they're planning to go in on Saturday morning and whether our lineups are going to coincide. coincide. Um, yeah. But yeah, look for the people in the pink shirts that say sale committee. Yeah. <laughs> they're the ones you want to follow. Follow them. Yep. And just, yeah, there, there's usually yeah a big lineup outside from... 7, 7.30 on. I mean, the, the the line is small still. At that there, there will be a line starting by that time. Mm-hmm. Um, we also will go through the line and take admissions so that once the doors do open... You just go through. It, you just go through. Perfect. Yeah. That's um, one less thing to think about. Exactly. Yeah. We, we do all we can, but yeah, it is it is what it is. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. <laughs> I can't wait. So yeah, the Monk to Multiple sale is September 15th at the Coliseum. And if you're interested in women's clothing... There's a similar kind of sale, but everything hanging up and change rooms and all Yay. kinds of fabulousness. That is October 27th, the Saturday, the last Saturday in October at the Coliseum as well. That's the Grapevine event sale. So that's just women's clothing. Right. And if you happen to be listening down toward the St. John area, then on September 29th, which is the last Saturday of September at Exhibition Place in St. John. There's a kids consignment sale that's set up the same way and run by Grapevine Events. Awesome. Or tell your friends that live in SJ, whatever. Yes. Get yeah. everybody out there. Oh, yeah. If you if you have shopped the multiple sale and mm-hmm. you love it, you can now tell your friends down that part of the province that they've got a sale just like it. And, yeah, to check it out there. And they are still accepting. We are still accepting. <laughs> um, sellers and volunteers for the St. John event. Perfect. And you can yeah. find information about it on your Grapevine Facebook page? Yes. Okay. Grapevine Events. Grapevine Events. Perfect. Yep. All right. Then uh, let's thank Sylvie one more time for yes. being the sponsor of today's episode. That's Eclair Lips. And you can find her online at uh, facebook.com slash Lips. And then, yeah, she's got a website too. It's uh, shop.eclairlips.com. Yes. And they're, oh my gosh, I love, love, love going on her website and just reading the oh, descriptions of oh, the lip balms of all the flavors. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They are so fun. Her descriptions are amazing and will make you want to buy everything. And then try to not eat them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to do the sniff, right? The patented Eclair Lips sniff now where you right (laughs) Sylvie does the video all the time it's awesome it's brilliant okay perfect then we will see you next on episode 15 woohoo